part of this show we want to do is give give some value to our audience, right? Yeah. And so I have a couple questions I got cool. written down here cool, for cool. you. And then this part will be a little bit faster just because for time's sake here, right? So one of the things that a lot of people want to know was, or a lot of people have is, what would be like your biggest hurdle getting started? My biggest hurdle getting started, um, I think was just not having the, con- getting started like in the union part of it really was just not having the connections and not really knowing like what door to go to first. Mm. You know what I mean? And really, I mean, I think the biggest hurdle was that, but the biggest thing that got me past that hurdle, which is what we've talked about is just like, okay, I don't know where I'm going to start, but I know I'm going to go somewhere. And so it, it really is just time to pick up the pick up the lunch pail and go start pounding on doors. So and just, it was literally the action of starting. Yeah, just the action like of just starting, Just to go and do the you old know? school door-to-door yep. method, if you will, right? Yeah, just to get started, cool. you know? Yeah, what what advice um, What advice would you give your, like your first-year apprenticeship self looking back now? I think the advice that I'd give my first-year self is just, um, you know, it takes time, kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember yeah. coming in so hungry and I'm still hungry. That's never left, but I wanted it all so fast, you know, and just letting myself know like, hey, this is a process. This is a really big, this industry is really complex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so just just reminding myself like, hey, it doesn't come overnight. Um, stay in it. Yep, stay in it. You really need to learn like the ropes of this in order in order to get it. So just being patient, man. It all comes with time. Yeah, and I'd add on to that, folks, that uh, you, you got to master the details, yeah. the little details. The yeah. little details are the disciplines that matter the most. Yeah, that's the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. So what a, um, give me three things that as us that are people that are performing the work, right? Like the hammers. Yeah. Not the guys ordering the hammers, but yeah. the hammers themselves. The guys on the, yeah, the boots on yeah. the ground. What are three <clears throat> things that we could do better? I think in the field, you know, some of the things that we can do better um, is, you know, I guess speaking from like a foreman, from a foreman aspect in the field is is the effective communication with the crews. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, just effectively communicating what it is that you want and, and what it is that we're doing and letting them know the big picture. So that way we're, we're, we're working through these processes and we're not doing it two, three times oh. and spending more money. Right. You know what I mean? So I think I think communication is, is a huge one. And I think um, consistency mm. is another one. So show up and do the same kind of work yeah. every day. You Don't know, give me um, half one day. Or- a, a, a crew wants to have a leader that is effectively communicating what it is that, that he needs, what it is that he wants, and, and that he's consistently showing, you know, um, painting the picture and that he's consistently, you know, showing the crew the expectations, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then so leading by example, leading by example, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the huge one. And then, uh, and you know, really the biggest one really at the end of the day, you know, um, is just the overall, the overall, you know, want to get your crew home safe, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's, that's really what it comes down to. We're all there to, to make money and, 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 and to provide for our families and, and to have a good time too. You know? So you would say just try, try to be mindful of the, the whole objective, regardless of everything going on yeah. is to go home at and the yeah, end of the go, day. And, and, and know your crew, yeah. you know, know your crew. So that way you can get them home safe at the end of the day. Mm, so they so can, that takes actually getting to know your people. Yeah, absolutely. Taking the time to have a little conversation. Absolutely. Not, not be that stagnant leader that's distant or won't talk. Or, right. 
right. keeping it professional, but yeah, chop, you know, and up, knowing what everyone's wants and needs are, what their fears are, what they're afraid, you know, what, what they're best at, and putting people in the in the right place. Right, you know, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's incredible advice, dude. Yeah, very yeah. very sound. So, um, with that, let let me ask you this, because then we're gonna move on from these questions, because we're gonna get to the cool part, the barbarian brief. Yeah, right? yeah. I got two more questions for you. Okay, what? is a blue collar barbarian to you a a blue collar barbarian to me is somebody who's gritty and just wanting to get it and 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 battle through whatever barriers are in their way and somebody who just really wants like to completely reform what it is that they're currently facing you know what i mean like this is where i'm at this isn't where i want to be and I don't know where I'm going to go, but I know I'm going to take this first step and I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to be the best I can be. And I'm going to do it with grit. I'm going to do it with grime. And I'm hungry. You're and I'm be here to win. Ruly? I'm here to win. <laughs> I'm you know? here to win. Yeah. Whatever that I'm takes. I'm here, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? At the end of the day. And like, that's what I think of. You know what I mean? When I hear the blue, the blue collar barbarian is just, I'm here to get it, bro. Yeah. And you know? nothing yeah. will stand in my Nothing's way. Nothing's in my way. Nothing. Not nothing. So what's your, and this is my last question, what's your biggest goal and dream then? Like, what is it for you? Man. Give me something, like, if, like, life's good, right? So, like, yeah. you guys, for context, you guys are going to see me flying on my barbarian jet. Yeah. Be picking up the homies, going to steak. Yeah. So how do we, what's, what's that to you? What's your dream? Uh, you know, man, I think my biggest dream, obviously, I've got the dreams where, you know, I want to be on the beaches and, yeah. and I want to have the homes and I want to have the views and sure. I hear the waves crashing. But I think something for me, like, you know, that's going to bring me the most pride and joy in life is just seeing my kids win. You know what I mean? And and really like standing in the crowd, you know, um, <clears throat> while my boy's running for that touchdown yeah. or, um, you know, while my daughter's receiving that gold medal yeah. or, you know what I mean? I think, I think those are going to be the most, the most cherished moments for me in life. And hopefully when that comes, um, you know, we've got some beach houses, yeah. we've got some cabins, we've got some toys yeah. and, um, you know, we're just enjoying We're, we're enjoying life, man, because we, we don't got forever, bro. We don't you know. And these kids tomorrow is quick, never promised. It ain't man. promised, man. Never. You know? So, but, so you would say, your so your dream would be just to be able to really be present yeah just to be exactly i think that's the biggest thing is just to just to have the time to be able to be present as much as i as much as i want to be you know with my family um and just really have the time to just um invest with them and create the memories and see them win you know what i mean i want to see my people win because you know as as i see them win and it just feels me that much more to uh to go out and go get it and yeah. make a beautiful life for them, you know? So well, I would say, Brandon, you're leading by example. Thank you, brother. I would definitely say that you're you, setting man. a tone. And as, um, pe- as people like you, bro, I look I up to you a lot, man. I do, I, bro. I appreciate that. Like a brother, man. Yeah, likewise. Yes, so listen, um, one, thank you for your time on this. Oh, like, absolutely, man. It was man. so cool to have Thanks you Thanks for having here. me, bro. It's awesome. A, but there's a really cool part of this show we get to do where we get to highlight somebody that does something Okay. Barbaric. Okay. This is the barbarian brief. Yes, sir. Yes, this sir. This is my, uh, Let's do my it. cup of tea. And today's story I want to tell you uh, is a personal one to me. Okay. Okay. And, it, and it's about my buddy. His name is Derek DePew. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, you, I, I know talked to you about Derek. Yeah. 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 And he owned this company back in the day. I've done a lot of business with Derek mm-hmm. like in the outdoor industry. Derek is a police officer in the Chicago suburbs or one of the little communities out that way. Okay. And uh, a couple of years back, he was on duty making an arrest on a gentleman that was all strung out on heroin or something. Uh-huh. And the dude fleed the car, running away from him. He's in pursuit. The dude's chick was driving the car. Jumps, puts the car in drive, chases him down the alley. Wow. And runs him over. Wow. Targets him. Got him. They hit, hit him. Drilled him. Oh, my God. Crushed him. Boom. Ran him over. Wow. Chased him down an alley and ran him over. Crushed him. And uh, I remember when I heard about this at first, it was uh, it was like me and Derek, we talk a lot, but like we yeah. could go a few days without talking. I remember I, I hadn't heard from him like four or five days. I was like, he... I called him and he randomly answered. He called me and he was like kind of shook up. I'm like, hey, well, you know, what's going on? And he's like, bro, I got ran the fuck over. Damn. I'm in the hospital. I've been, they don't know if I'm going to walk again. They're Damn. telling me I may not. Uh, yeah, I got a big road ahead of me. Thanks yeah. for calling, but I'm going to be kind of hard to get to. I don't know when I'm going to be out of the hospital. So long story short, Derek got ran over by this lady, crushed. They tell him, and mind you, he's got a kid and a wife. Right? Yeah. And they yeah. tell him, we're not sure if you're going to be able to walk again. And we're sorry, but, you know, woohoo, you're a hero, essentially. Wow. You know, and, and he made local news where he lives and all this crazy shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, the reason I want to highlight Derek in this barbaric thing is um, because they told him no more. Never mm-hmm. like, hey, you're not probably going to be able to do a lot of different things in your life. And yeah. Shit, right? So it got pretty touch and go. And he went to some really dark spots. And, I, and I'm not going to put his business out there, but I know uh, as a veteran myself and yeah. as uh, somebody that's been through some different stuff or traumatic stuff, that uh, depression and dark and being down and out and not being able to do anything about it, it can be a bear. Yeah, man. A I real, can only imagine, a bro. A real bear. I could only imagine. So Derek DePew goes from not knowing if he's ever going to walk again, mm. coming back through it. They were trying to medically retire him. He gets shook around by the police force, all this shit. Workman's comp comes back, has a doctor that doesn't give a shit about him. When he's about to be retired, he's already wrestling with the idea of retiring because the whole reason he's a police officer is to serve his community. Yeah. That's all he cares about. Yeah. He feels like the sense of service to people. Right, right. So he's not sure he's even going to get that. He's trying to transition. He's going through all this medical shit. He's going through depression. He's battling. He does 75 hard. Yes. Completes it. Yes. Does just, I don't know. That's incredible. 75. After being ran over. Yeah. So he gets to so much for not walking. The dude starts walking again. He completes 75 hard before me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then that's not where he stops. That's not where he's oriented. Then he gets screwed over by workman's comp and all this other stuff. And I'm not putting his business out there. And he goes from about to be retired and trying to figure out all that to where one doctor in the workman's comp says, no, no, you can go back to work out of nowhere. Wow. Like literally he's going to retirement medical appointments. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Separated. And they tell him, guess what? This doctor, whatever reason said your back's not messed up enough to retire you. So you're back to full duty. Wow. Messed up. Wow. Right. Wow. Out there on his own. That's crazy. So he goes from not walking to barely walking to doing 75 hard, claiming his life back, just battling through depression and all this other demons and all this other dark places comes up out of it and then gets kicked in the nuts again and they take away his retirement just as he's starting to adjust to the idea of being able to move on to what he wants to do right yeah man but he doesn't let that defeat him he no. doesn't bite the bullet no know what he does what he, he becomes do? an animal yeah and he starts taking on challenges this dude not only completed 75 hard he 
did a thousand push-ups in 59 minutes and 46 seconds on a whim. Uh, he saw Savage. a challenge. He saw a challenge on the TV, for, or he saw his challenge on one of his social medias from friends that were doing a thousand push-up in a day contest. He said he looked over at his wife on the couch and said, uh, "Looks like I got an hour left, so I better get to work." <laughs> and he starts cranking out push-ups. Says Crazy. he does twenty push-ups every. He does what twenty push-ups every thirty seconds for eight minutes straight to Jeez. start to start. Right? That, yeah, that's muscle failure. <laughs> muscle wow. failure. So he ends up doing a thousand push-ups in. Was yeah, fifty nine minutes and forty six seconds. He did an assault bike challenge where he rode an assault bike for a hundred miles. Okay, in one sitting. Jeez, hundred miles in one sitting on an assault bike. He just recently completed a tactical games. Uh huh. The tactical games, which is a physical monster. Do you think he did that at the entry level? No. This dumbass goes right below the top tier. I don't know if I can go straight to the top tier, so I'll take it a step below. And he goes and he competes and he finishes it. At a boy, He didn't. He may not have podiumed or whatever, but he went and he got gritty and he finished. Man, that's incredible. Derek Depew from ran over, never going to walk again, being drugged down, Kicked in the balls again by medical professionals messing with him. Yeah. And he can't be beat. The dude comes back. He physically challenges himself. And you know what? I'll be the first to tell you, the whole reason I do all this off shit shit, like doing a thousand push-ups in an hour and a half because yeah. I'm not as beast as him, yeah, yeah. is because he set that standard and yeah. that tone. And that dude is a barbarian. Insert the boop, 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 boop. Hey, Derek DePew. Shout out, bro. Dude, you are a hero. And like, thank you for your service to your community. Yeah, man. Thank you for the inspiration, your mentorship, your yes, friendship. Sir. And thank you for giving us something to talk about, positive, and in this world, fucking barbarian. Absolutely, man. And keep setting the bar, bro. Yeah. We're all watching. <laughs>